This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Taking you up to 630. Grant and Danny on the fan. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you. It is time to dabble into the NFL draft. It's almost time to really put our trunks on and jump into the draft pool for a little while. Swim around. NFL Media, NFL.com's Eric Edholm has been at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama this week. Is on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL. Dot com. Eric, thanks for a few minutes. How you been? I've been doing all right. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, catch us up. I, I feel like this is not a huge QB senior bowl. Give me some thoughts yeah. there. Yeah, it really isn't. Uh, and I think we we kind of knew that coming in when, when Penn and Hooker suffered an injury late in the year. He was you know, automatically exempt from that. Although he was down here interviewing with teams. And when, when Will Levis decided not to come, you know, he'd kind of Talked to both the East-West game and the Senior Bowl. Opted not to. I think his stock is strong enough to where he, you know, he and his people felt like he didn't need to come down here. Several, you know, other top five type quarterbacks have done the same thing in years past. And and you know, even Stetson Bennett. Look, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a, a high pick, but he he carried a little weight, right? I mean, these guys won two national championships. He's a name now. Uh, you know, he not, decided not to come, and I know that people were a little disappointed in that because still a guy who could improve his stock quite a bit, and there was, of course, the the arrest that happened uh, <laughs> during his time. So, yeah, it, it wasn't a great group. Max Duggan was up and down. There was a kid from Division Two Shepherd who, you know, showed some talent but, but really wasn't tremendous. He was fine. Um, and probably Jake Hayner from Fresno State. If I had to pick one guy who I felt like I had to bet on after this week for, who was down here, you know, maybe fourth, fifth-round pick. That's sort of where I see him going in that sort of Bailey Zappi, Sam Howell range. And I think that's kind of the, the, the best of the best down here. You say Sam Howell's name, the antenna goes up. Here in the nation's yeah. capital, he is currently. Yeah, the that means he's the next Hall of Famer. The guy you're talking about, <laughs> pencil yeah. in for you guys. I, I wanted to give you a layup. Thanks you know, for the nugget. You Thank you. There. We appreciate yeah. that. I actually want to ask you about how in just a few minutes, uh, Eric Edholm is with us of NFL Media. But uh, let's go to the top of the draft board. I have seen Will Levis mocked number one. You know, I, I see yeah. a couple of the defensive players there. If the Bears trade out, obviously, Bryce Young is is who I want to talk about though. Why yeah. isn't it as simple as just the team that picks first takes him and then everything else starts after that? I, I hear you. There's some special traits. I mean, his, I think his processing speed and, you know, quick thinking on the fly it was really put to the test this season. You saw it, I thought, you know, maybe even more so than in his Tiesman season where you know, the offensive line wasn't as strong for Bama and he made some tremendous plays this year. Also suffered that shoulder injury. And, 
you know, not only does that have to be checked out at the NFL Combine, but we're, we're going to have to dig deeper on a quarterback. Some believe will measure in about five foot ten and 194 pounds. Now that's small, right? I mean, obviously we're in an era where Kyler Murray is, is a shorter quarterback and Drew Brees was barely six foot for years. And, uh, you know, Tyler Huntley is a, is a smaller guy, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, those guys are over 200 pounds. I cannot remember a 200-pound quarterback in the modern era being drafted in the first round. So it's probably less about the height from what I've you know gathered from talking to people and more about the frame just in terms of, you know, boys suffering injuries and, and longevity and things like that. So, I mean, with Levis, it's, it's this really alluring ball of clay. Like, he's a talented player. If you go back and watch 2021, you saw a guy who – made a lot more plays, but he got banged up this year. The offensive coordinator situation was, was uh, not the best. So there's a lot of reasons why he didn't play at the same level. It's going to be a club-by-club decision, but a lot of people do like Levis's uh, upside quite a bit. Eric, take this wherever and however you want. Who's your favorite player right now in the draft? Ooh, good question. I mean, you know, the, the, the two defensive players you alluded to, Jalen Carter, I assume, Jalen Carter from Georgia and Will Anderson from Alabama, both I think could be scheme wreckers. You know, I mean, I think they can both be kind of the potential centerpieces for an NFL defense. And, you know, maybe you have to temper your expectations a little right away. But, you know, you see some Von Miller like flashes in, in Anderson's game. And you see, I don't want to compare him to Aaron Donald. I don't think that's correct. But maybe like Fletcher Cox early in his career, maybe. I mean, somebody, Carter, who can penetrate from the inside and if you're asking me I, I i think it's harder to find the interior penetrators than it is to find the edge rushers i i think that's a harder commodity to find on the open market so carter i think will go high if his interviews go well you know there's some people who want to kind of check on his his character and his personality a little bit i don't know that there are huge red flags there but you know if you're going to go high they got to check those boxes so those two are, are pretty Darn fascinating. There's also a lot of really good tight ends this year. I know that's not like a sexiest selling point of all time, but I, as NFL offenses get creative and more multiple and the run game is cycling back into the league, tight ends are very important. So it's going to be a big year for that position. Eric, who is the high variance player in this year's class who, depending on when you're talking to someone and who you're speaking to, they might have them going like top five or 15 to 20. Who's the guy that you you just see the most uh, difference in opinion yeah. on. Yeah, that's a good question. There's there's a lot of them off the top of my head, a couple who, who come to mind. Uh, Keely Ringo from Georgia, I mean, talent-wise, he's special. He had a pick six in Georgia's first championship two years ago, and then this past season was, I thought, up and down. Um, you know, made some big plays, played well in the title game, but – not as well in the in the semifinals, gives up a lot of plays, also has the physical ability to kind of make up ground and, and cover his tracks a little bit. So it's sort of like Tyson Campbell. So, I mean, he he's one that, you know, isn't guaranteed to go in the first round, but has first round traits. So that's one. Quentin Johnson from TCU, the receiver, some teams think his burst is like a – you know, a Sidney Rice type player or other teams feel like he's, he's not going to be as reliable. He didn't show up in, in some games and a little inconsistent for their liking. So that's another that comes to mind. Brian Brzee, the defensive tackle from uh, Clemson. I think a lot of his, you know, where he lands in the draft will depend heavily on his, his medical evaluation. So if, 
you know, if he tests clean medically, tests well in Indy, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he's top half around one. If he if it's a little more clouded, we don't like the results as much. Maybe we're talking about a day two player. I don't know. So that's that's another one that comes to mind. Danny, how about the casual Sidney Rice reference there? Ah. Just like, and just what a name that is. I know. I was like, totally. That, that two, one. That 2009 <laughs> 1,300-yard season coming back to mind Man. for Eric at home. Yeah. Uh, Will Levis, where are you at on him? And give me an NFL comp. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have said, you know, would it be stunning if he became sort of a Josh Allen Jr.? And, and I don't know that that's the prevailing thought. I think there are some people who feel like it's going to be – you know, a, kind of a lesser version of that. Or, I mean, he's a thickly built kid and a darn good athlete, extremely tough. I think very competitive. I, I think you're going to have to work with him on his touch and his placement a little bit. And like Allen, it's going to look, you know, I remember when Josh started a couple of years, I don't think anyone was projecting stardom. I don't think anybody saw it and said, oh, no question, he's going to rival Mahomes. I mean, I think they thought mistake-prone, talented, good player. And even we saw some of that negative side this year, too, in big moments where he didn't, you know, he didn't come up big. So I'm not saying he's that. I'm saying that's like the, the most ambitious comp you could come, come up with because he's got a similar frame. He can run with toughness and quickness, and he can throw the ball all over the field. I mean, he's got those physical abilities. And I don't think he's as undeveloped as a passer, as some people think he did. I really believe that the shortage of talent they had there, a lot of guys graduated, uh, you know, they switch OCs, didn't really work out very well last year. They've already fired the guy. It just sort of felt like it was a step backward with everything around him this past. I'm not making excuses because he has holes in his game, but that's the very ambitious you know, outlook for, for him. NFL media's Eric at home with us here on GND. Give me a guy that you don't quite get the hype on. Everybody seems to love him, but not Eric at home. Yeah, that's a good one. Let me think. I'm trying to think of somebody. You know, Miles Murphy from Clemson. I, I, it's not that I don't get the hype on him. I maybe if you'd asked me last week, I might have said Jalen Duncan from Maryland. I didn't. I watched a few games of him this year and thought, yeah, okay, good day two tackle. I don't know why everyone's hyping him in round one. But down here, he looks really good. So I, I'm willing to admit my possible mistake there. So Duncan's out. I would, yeah. I mean, uh, who was my pick again? I think I said, uh, oh, yeah. From Miles Clemson. Murphy. Murphy, Clemson, yeah. Right, yeah. Freakish athlete. He's going to test through the roof in, in India, assuming he's healthy and everything's fine. I'm guessing he is. So I, I just feel like when you watch him, you feel like you're, you're, you're waiting for the big play to come. And it never, it doesn't always there. I mean, Sometimes there's reasons for that. You know, teams run away from a certain player. They scheme him up to, you know, to kind of take him out of games. And I think there was some of that. But I also think that there was some, some meat left on the bone, I think, watching him. So he's one that, that I've sort of been talked into. I feel like he's going to go high. But I'm also a little bit hesitant uh, as far as what you're going to get right away. You are listening to Eric Edholm, who's the lead draft writer for NFL.com. Breaking the draft down with us on Grant and Danny. He's been in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl this week. The Commanders pick 16th, right smack dab in the middle of round one. Their needs, assuming they don't go the quarterback route, which we don't think they will, offensive line heavy, specifically on the interior. And then yeah. I, I would even say secondary, right? Getting a corner 
What makes sense in that range? Give, give us some possible names if they were to go corner. How might that play out mid-first round? As far as if they wanted to go guard or center, does that mean maybe moving back? How do you see that area of the round? Yeah, good question. I think it depends on which interior prospect we're talking about who might still be available. I mean, you know, we've seen the Jets took Ali Vera Tucker right around that same range, maybe even a little higher. You know, obviously Quentin Nelson went to the Colts at number six. So we've seen interior players go higher than that spot before. But let's face it, they got to be pretty special, I think, or they have to be a little different, right? I mean, they have to be able to play at that Pro Bowl level, I think, because the position you on the you know on the on the totem pole it's a little farther down than tackle and and other positions it's kind of right in you know a little above tight end and right there safety and whatnot so it's not the highest priority position for many teams but if you find a special player you shouldn't hesitate I think if Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern who was a, a left tackle in college primarily questions with him or arm length you know I mean is he is he long enough for that position or is he going to be a left guard a really you know super athletic and smart and tough athletic left guard. I mean, that could, that could be a good thing. Right. And obviously, you know, you guys took a guard high years ago and it worked well too. So you can't say that it's not doable, but maybe the John Michael Schmitz, the center from Minnesota, I think that's a little high for me. I mean, he could go in the latter half of round one. Sure. But defensive back makes a lot more sense. Uh, I think I mocked them, Joey Porter Jr., if I'm not mistaken, my mock that went up this morning. Yeah, so we're talking about a lengthy corner who I think could add a little size to that secondary. And, you know, kind of like Keely Ringo in the sense that there's some times when you feel like you you expect a little bit more out of him. But, you know, he always seems to come up with some big plays when they're needed. I think, you know, obviously the NFL bloodlines are exciting. Uh, you know, maybe he's a little bit more hype than, than finished product at this point, but I know a lot of people around the league feel like you, you give him the right coaching and put him in the right situation. He could be special. We've been spoiled pretty much every year. There's an incredible army of receivers that come out from you know the Justin mm-hmm. Jeffersons to Jamar Chase and Garrett Wilson and here locally with Jahan Dotson. I don't feel like this class is the same, though, this year. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. I, I don't know that there's that one player. I mean, I love Jordan Addison, but – you know, could he, uh, let's say he's Tyler Lockett as a very good player right there. You know, I mean, I'm not complaining at all. Is that your typical number one receiver from, from at least like you said, in recent classes, the last four or five years have been, I mean, I don't know, as consistently strong as any position I can remember. Probably not. So it's just lacking that, that, that top guy, I think. And that's, you know, some might take Quentin Johnson and, and say he's our, our number one receiver you know, there's Jackson Smith and Jigba who didn't have the, the last season in college that a lot of people expected coming off that massive Rose Bowl. You have some speed guys like Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs. You know, I watched Rasheed Rice down here this week, and he was fine. He was good. Again, I don't know that there's a, a, a truly transcendent player at that position. So a lot of number twos and a lot of really good number threes, but I think compared to recent years, talent's a little down there. Eric, does does who goes number one as a prediction almost solely going to be based on who trades up with the Bears? Because like there might be someone that loves Levis or, or someone that loves Young, and, and whoever yep. gets the pick, that's who goes first. Does that make sense? Yes. I think, I think you framed it the right way, which is, you know, let's say Levis goes first and, and Young goes second. Does that mean that every single team in the league thought, 
Levis is better? No, not necessarily. And I haven't been able to talk to all of them yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of forecasting a little bit, but you know, it might be close to 50, 50, you know, among the teams that need quarterbacks and with Tom Brady retiring with Aaron Rodgers' status unknown, you know, with Derek Carr in kind of an odd situation, he'll go somewhere obviously, but you know, there's not, I mean, there, there aren't as many alluring veteran options out there. So it does, I think, play into the bears hand very well. The chances of them trading that pick are, are pretty good, I think. And if I had to put my money on one team, it would be the Colts. You heard Chris Ballard say, I mean, it was this you know depressing run at the end of the season. I don't know who their head coach is going to be, but when he was asked after not drafting a quarterback in his tenure there higher than round four, would you do whatever it took to get up to that, to, to get the quarterback you like? And he said, whatever it takes. I mean – that, along with the Bears saying that they would have to be blown away by the quarterback class to, to move Justin Fields, makes me think those could be your dance partners right there. And Poles and Ballard, I think, have a relationship. I believe they crossed over in Kansas City together at one point. So, you know, that they just seem like dance partners at this point. Eric, great info with us, buddy. Really appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. You too. Take it easy. Check out Eric's work, NFL.com. He's their lead draft writer. Joining us here on Grant and Danny. Outstanding. I'm looking forward to draft season. It is almost that time. We are nearly buzzing. I mean, you get the prospects going up and down with the with the Senior Bowl. You'll get some of those buzz and stories. Combine's just around the corner. I'm into draft season. Danny's in a suit and tie. Yes. He is getting ready to head out the door right now. Yeah. There's the Hall of Famer. There he goes. Ladies and gentlemen. Of hey, the look at this. Darius, Ryan, myself. We stand. I'm getting the ovation. We give the ovation. This is nice. Look at that. Fire up the music. That's very nice. Take one out, Danny. He's headed over to George Washington University. Yeah. I bought the George Washington University for his uh, Hall of Fame induction. That's right. Appreciate it, boys. 39 career home runs, ladies and gentlemen, at the The. George Washington University. We don't know their mascot. They're changing it. But still, I'll be in the hall regardless. I was actually going to ask, what is the mascot? We don't know yet. Are they currently the Colonials? Yes. For like another five minutes. Okay, so that's it. I was a Colonial. That's all I know. So they didn't do the George Washington sports teams. No, they didn't do George Washington making the brand. There's no giveaways in a, in a, like a hotel mirror. I hope there's not a major tutty sighting over there. That would be tough. No activations? Sir. There will be no activations. Please wow. and thank you. Will you drop a you'd real MVP in your speech? If you want me to. If that's a dare, I'll do it. You won't. Okay, I If will. you do it, I will give you $10. Done. That's yeah. worth 10 bucks to me. Well, you have to... Your wife, she's in the crowd. You yep. have to say, you have to, and you have to cry while you do it. You're the real MVP. Will that qualify? I think that'll, that'll do work. it. That'll do it. All right, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. All right, have a great night. Thanks, guys. Enjoy yourself. I got you the rest of the way here on Grant and Danny as a Hall of Famer goes to get enshrined. Uh, Darren Ravel's going to stop by at six o'clock, about thirty-seven minutes from right now. We are giving away tickets to a Nickelback show at that time. Next, where's Scott Turner headed? He's got himself a job. Working on an offense in the NFL. We'll tell you where he's going and a Derek Carr update. Could be on the move. We'll discuss next on GD. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.